Welcome to Making Waves. I'm Joyful Jackie. I'm Down to Earth Erica. We're two entrepreneurs trying to help you find ease and flow in your life and business. Find out more by heading to sheismakingwaves.com. You can also search for us under Making Waves on Facebook and at She Is Making Waves on Instagram. Let's dive in. talking about riding the waves of change and I think this is something that Erica and I could probably talk for years about these past few weeks it's been a doozy friends seriously it's been intense so let's see what's happened we are got a new podcasting location we changed our name you moved I went to I went on two trips my daughter got head lice twice. Uh, I what went else? on a trip. You went on a trip, yeah. My husband was gone, so I was single parenting for a while. Yeah, and there was just, who I saw a video the other day, and it was called Maysember, and it was how, like, this time of year was kind of like the, the spring-summer version of December where everything is crazy, and it's like all the end-of-school year stuff. We also had that, end of school for both of our kids. Oh, yeah. Yours graduated preschool, mine graduated kindergarten in sixth grade, so there's all the end-of-the-school-year activities and mumbo jumbo with that going on busyness yeah. yep well and we're stepping into a whole new phase because as mompreneurs when you have a phase where your schedule revolves around when your kids are at school and then they're not at school anymore all of a sudden we have to navigate that whole change and you have to make a new schedule and coordinate the schedule with everyone and coordinate all the changes i was going to say to you before we start recording like i just spent like probably an hour of my day today like reconfiguring different aspects of childcare, And it could be something like, oh, so-and-so can't pick up until 15 minutes later, but it's like, then we have to, like, let the other parent know, and let the babysitter know, and let the friend's parent know who your kids are playing with. And it's just like, you get lost in this, like, communication spiral. Oh my gosh, it's so much. And our whole schedule is changing because my husband's a teacher and he's going to be home for the summer. And so now my childcare has changed and it's opened me up to working in a whole new schedule and showing up in different hours, which makes me look at my office hours and all mm-hmm. of these things. And let's just say now that Eric actually has an office and we're recording in it and that's like amazing and awesome. Oh and there's gosh. this make some wave sign in front of us. It's like, ah! it's so great so what does this have to do with you like we all go through these periods of change you know whether it's a seasonal change or a school calendar change or a ginormous life change like a sickness or a move across town across country I mean they say the only constant is change and that's very true it is true and yet, you know, what do we want? We want control. Yep. We want, we want to control everything. We want to know that we have stability. We want to know what's coming next. But if we know too much about what's coming next, we get bored and we don't want too much routine. Right. right? But also making waves. Like we've been through this incredible journey. I know we've talked to people about this before, but we started this thing as a project and it was gonna be like one workshop, wasn't it? Yeah, we were gonna do one workshop and that evolved into a program and a community and a in-person experience and all of these things and we didn't necessarily feel prepared for all of it, but we knew that we were called to this thing and so we showed up for the next right thing. Mm-hmm. 
that's the other thing I want to say about change is so often we are so work like get so worked up about what's happening 10 steps from now what's happening three months from now what is what is going to be happening in September yeah instead of focusing on what's happening right here right now right I don't know what's happening next week let alone what's happening in September and so when we get so caught up in I don't want to change this thing that's right in front of me because I don't know what it's going to look like down the road Mm -hmm. um what I've been really focusing on lately is showing up for the next right thing. Yeah. I don't know what's the next thing two years from now. Mm-hmm. I know what's the next thing this week. Mm-hmm. I know what's the next thing next month. And I was actually talking to someone. I went to this incredible business retreat about two weeks ago. And we were talking about partnerships and this kind of thing. And Jackie and I, making waves has become such a powerful thing in our lives. And that... You know, if we worried about where this would be in five years, we wouldn't be able to do the work we need right now to show up for the next right thing. Mm -hmm. And if we worried about this last September, we would have gotten so freaked out and bogged down. Well, and I think we kind of did, too, because we were worried about, like, doing all the things and where does this go and, you know, casting our vision out. And we got so caught up in the future that I was like, okay, so... How do we get, like, you can't get to the future without knowing what that next right thing is, what that next step is. Right. A hundred percent. So what's the thing? It feels like whatever we've been doing, it's kind of this new, it's the beginning of summer. It's this new season. It's this new opportunity for, like, growth and discovery. And it's also a season of activity. Right. So it really All the graduations and weddings and... But also just energetically, like, it's when the plants are growing. Like, there's activity Mm -hmm. everywhere you look. There's life blooming and growing and... Things are happening. This is the time when you want to be running around playing outside all day long. You want to enjoy the extended sunshine. You want to go to the beach. You want to go on vacation. You want to hang out with your friends. Like, nobody's in hibernation mode right now. I think we make a lot of things. Like, I feel like when we started making waves, we were almost making it too hard. Oh, 100%. We wanted to have it all figured out. Yeah. We wanted to know what the plan was and how we are going to make money at it and what it was going to look like and who our market was and all of that yeah we were missing the pieces that needed to happen for exploration and it's what ended up happening ultimately Mm -hmm. it always does no matter whether you want to do it that way or not i'm remembering how our coach stuff and and, because she's challenged me on this line she's challenged you and probably a lot of other people too like we make it so hard it's like no i can't start coaching people because i don't have my sales page done and i don't my program all fleshed out and and she's like i'm just gonna do a coaching call here's a link like i don't have a sales page i don't have anything else i'm like i have one link show up do it done and we all showed up like yeah well, and we need to switch the website over from mm-hmm. Mama's Making Waves to SheIsMakingWaves.com. Yeah. It's not live yet, and we need to do that. And instead of hashing out the entire stinking page or website, we yeah. can start with one page. We can put something yep. up there, and we can let it evolve. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the thing about the riding the waves of change, like... Change is choppy yeah. and messy, yeah. and it doesn't feel good. My daughter, in this new house that we're living, she has a new bedroom, and we've lived here for one week mm-hmm. now, like one week in a day. And 
at night when she's tired, mom, it doesn't feel right here. Aww. And I'm like, I know, honey. Of course it doesn't feel right because we just got here and it's not normal yet. What's familiar to you is our old home and our old space and your old bedroom. And that's not where you've lived forever. You haven't lived your whole life in that bedroom, but that's what you feel like is familiar because you were there for so long. And now we're in this new place and it doesn't feel right because it's new. And it's, it's unknown. Different. Yeah. Play, there's different noises. There's different smells. Things are in a different place. Like, I didn't feel comfortable. You know, it feels yeah. weird. You're mm-hmm. in this new space. It feels unusual. And we so often connect unusual, unfamiliar with fear. And bad. And, and bad. Yeah. And it's negative. But there's so many great things about this place that we didn't have in our old house. You know, the backyard is amazing. And we have a second bathroom. And we have all sorts of appliances that are nicer than we had before. There's so many reasons that this is a positive. And... If she's here for a while, over time, it will become normal. It will become comfortable. But she has to be willing to show up and go to bed at night and mm-hmm. sleep in that same bed yeah. for the next month. And then all of a sudden, it's not scary anymore. It's not unusual anymore. Well, and the other thing that just came to mind when you were saying that was she's still got her same bed. She's still got her same sheet. She's still got her sister on the other bunk bed. Like... I feel like part of the way that you get comfortable with change is you look at it and you say, what, what is still the same? Like, I'm still me, even though I've gone through certain things, you know, I still get up in the morning, I still brush my teeth, still poop, <laughs> I still put in my contacts, you know, just because there's change doesn't mean that it has to all be unfamiliar. Right. And sometimes it's the season for change. Yeah. And it's the season to step into something new and unfamiliar. It's funny. I went out of town on this trip and came back and we moved literally the next day. So I had one night in my old house. And the next day we moved into our new place. And I went to work. I have a corporate gig. And I showed up there and they had moved my office. Mm -hmm. So now I'm working in a different room. And I didn't know they were moving me Mm -hmm. until I showed up that day. And they're like, oh, by the way, now you're over here. And I'm like, what is this? Our car got totaled. (laughs) same car we don't have the same, same house office. the same office yeah. all of it's different yeah. and it's just it feels like it, it's like the rug getting pulled out from under you sometimes yeah. like where is my stability mm-hmm. where is my center and I told my daughter your family is your center yeah like where your family is together is your home mm-hmm. doesn't matter where that is that is your home you have a connection you have a center but when we're Going through change and going through unfamiliar, I think it's so important, like you said, to find that center. Yeah, that, that bit that, of alignment, that groundedness, that feeling right. of, like, my presence, that, that is still the same. And I know that for my son, when we moved, that was really huge for him because he was like, I don't like this. It's unfamiliar. It's He doesn't deal well with change. So it's always like, okay, so what's the same? Whether it's, like, his new classroom or a new school. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you know, you've still got... This part, like, you've still got your family. You've still got your same toys and your same books and your same friends. and Well, but also, on the other hand, sometimes, like, I was listening to something about the anatomy of transformation. It talks about, like, surrendering as a big key component in shifting your mindset. And sometimes we have to get so uncomfortable in a situation before you're, we're even willing to change. Yeah. Like, things have to be bad enough in a place We had to live in a house that was too small for too long before we finally took action and moved to a bigger space. But, like, 
in order to make that change, you have to be willing to like let go of the old and recognize that maybe you don't have that grounded center right now, but maybe you have this vision mm-hmm. of something better. Right. Like I'm letting go of this smaller thing so that I can reach for the bigger thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole mess of uncertainty in there, but yet the the benefit of being in this bigger home that has so much more to offer my kids and my family is worth so much more than holding on to that old space just for nostalgia and comfort and safety. And so I was thinking about this in terms of relationships too, because of so many times I've held on, like my marriage was like that. I held on to that way longer than I should have because it was comfortable. It was what I knew. And it's, I mean, it's the same thing with so many things. It's like the crappy food you eat, the job that you don't love. Oh my because God. Because you don't know. Changes in your food, changes in your diet. Right. Changes in your habits. You know. Yeah, because it's what you know and what you're comfortable with. And you don't know if what's the unknown is going to be better than that. So you'd rather stick with what's known and comforting and familiar. Like the devil you know. Or easy. Yeah. Right? Like habits, you know, or dietary choices or exercise or whatever it is that we don't want to do. We Mm -hmm. don't want the change because we don't want to go through the discomfort of the change. You Mm -hmm. know, they say, how long does it take to change a habit? I think it's like like 60 days days or or something like Mm -hmm. that. So we don't want to go through the two weeks of a new workout because we know we're going to be sore and it's going to hurt before we start feeling better. We don't want to go through the 40 days of changing our diet because we know that we're going to want those things that we're not eating anymore, you know, and we're going to crave things and it's going to be uncomfortable and frustrating. And yet having that vision of what's on the other side of that change, I think is also so important. To keep you going and mm-hmm. to keep you moving in, like stepping into it willingly and to allow you to let go of the past thing so that you can move forward. So in my case, it would be like visualizing a relationship where I felt comfortable, visualizing a job where I didn't hate going into work every day, visualizing the yeah. health that I have, visualizing my body being stronger. Stronger. Yeah. Yes. I, when I got divorced, I, I told you this before, I wrote up. In my healing process, like in working through all of this, I wrote what I wanted in a partner. Mm-hmm. So I got tired of feeling hurt and mad and upset. And instead of journaling about that, one day I wrote what I wanted, what I felt like I deserved that I didn't have before. And basically what I wrote, like, describes my husband. I thought, you know, I did that same thing and I found it when I was going through like my big stack of like unfinished notebooks. I found it and I read through it and was like, my partner has every single one. And they're so, like they're really freaking suspicious. Like has a dog and he has a dog. Like has a beard, has a beard. Likes books. Like, like really? Like, I wanted that's someone, all I had to do was write it down. A hundred percent. I wanted someone who would make me laugh and yeah. who loved to dance mm-hmm. and who... Oh, loves to dance is a huge one. Yes, <laughs> it's so important. And so that's who my husband is now. Yeah. You know, but if I held on to that old thing, even though I'd outgrown it, I never would have been able to welcome in what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's the thing about change is it's choppy and messy And we have to understand that it's going to be uncomfortable. It's like growth. You know, you're expanding and growing. If you want to do public speaking, if you want to do a TED Talk, you can't show up and be like, I want to do a TED Talk someday. And then you hide and never go to networking things and never introduce yourself to anyone. 
And you never actually take those steps to, like, show up and speak in front of people because it's scary, mm -hmm. right? But if you say, I want to do a TED Talk someday, so I'm going to do 10 talks this year. And next year, I'm going to try and do 20 talks. And the year after, I want to develop a signature talk. Whatever it is, like, if you start taking action towards that thing, all of a sudden, that mountain, you're stepping yeah. up the mountain. And all of a sudden... You get there with so much more ease. You perfect your skills. You expand your capacity to do those things. And I think there's something about, like, actually physically either calling it out or putting it on paper or doing something to make it real. Like, for us, both of us writing down what we wanted in a partner made that partner feel real. Like, when you went to the retreat and you were telling me how they had to say who you wanted to show up as. And oh, then they 100%. said... Well, now that you've said that, that's who you're going to show up as. That's who we believe you to be. And that, like, the framework for that. Oh, I love that so much. So that is actually about, like, embodying. It's yeah. like the idea of embodying your future self. But it's embodying change. Like, right. embodying the change in yourself, And the too. change that you're, yeah. you're wanting to create. It's, like, it's almost like the fake it till you make it. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, I know that I want to be a confident speaker. Yeah. And I feel terrified. Mm -hmm. So how do I walk this gap between where I am now and where I want to be? Mm -hmm. Like, I can choose to hide, and I can choose to not put myself out there, and I can choose to stay safe and comfortable, or mm -hmm. I can choose to step out and own this. I am a future TED Talk speaker. Right. And you own it, and you show up as it, yep. and you embody that, even though it's not comfortable. And then over time, that's who you become. Yeah. Because you keep showing up at that as that person more and more until that becomes your new normal. And then it becomes less scary, too, to show up as that person. Because I keep going back to the example of when we first did video, and it's like, oh, I did this once, and I didn't die. And then I did it a second time, and I didn't die. And I did it again, and I didn't die. And then it's like, oh, I'm going to be... This right. is an okay thing for me to do all the time. Well, and it's like my daughter in her new bedroom. Yeah. You know, the first three nights uh -huh. I had to cuddle her and reassure her and spend an hour with her. And then yeah. it was 45 minutes with her. And then... It's like and, sleep training. And now it's like every two days she's upset again. And then yeah. she has two good days. Like, over time it gets easier. Right. We're going live right now, by the way. Just because we can do that. <laughs> While we're recording this podcast. Oh my goodness. So business is this way. Change always happens. Change yep. is part of life. Mm -hmm. And so we can resist it. We can fight it. We can hide from it. Or we can show up for it and be willing to be uncomfortable and be willing to understand that this is part of the process. Yeah. And we're going to do it anyway. Because even if you don't want to do it, it's still going to happen. And that feels like a good place to wrap up for today. Have a great week. Yes, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.